Got a Big Mama's pickled sausage today for my road trip back home. <laughs> a modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, sometime, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And this week, we're going to talk spoiler-free reviews of Daredevil Season 2 and mm-hmm. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, which just came out. Yes. And uh, we got a ton of new images this week, so uh, that it, it's I can't narrow it down to one topic, so we're going to talk over all these images this week. Yeah, really I mean... And if you haven't listened to the spoiler cast for those uh, two items yet, I think it's pretty easy to tell what we thought about Batman vs. Superman just by my little uh, tweaking of the intro there. Yes. If anyone caught that. But it's it's been a very busy week or so. We've had a lot of stuff to watch. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff to watch. A lot of stuff just going on in general. I'm getting really excited. It's nice out here like uh, in, in, in uh, the, you know, the Midwest. First time I've worn shorts all year, so you know, doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, you know, if anybody's new to the show, uh, people will know that we're separated by about 2,000 miles. So you're always catching up weatherwise to what we've had out here for a long time in uh, Southern California. So it's yeah. always very nice out here. Communicated with uh, the parents today uh, on this uh, Easter oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Happy and, Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> and uh, you can see what we decide to do, how to really celebrate Easter, is talking about superheroes. Yes, Totally. Uh, but I, I first want to open this show up with my, uh, I'm drinking what's called the Best Damn Cherry Cola. So, what is that? Uh, it's, uh, alcoholic cherry cola, if you would. Oh, so I think this is, this is kind of the new trend out there now. They are doing, basically, they're doing root beers, ginger ales, and I guess cherry colas now, and they're just yeah. making them, I guess, I guess it's hard. It's kind of like Mike's Hard Lemonade, but it's not, you know, they're just like sprucing up the... The, the brew of it, I guess. Yeah, so I've had root beer and ginger ale, and this is my first time in cherry cola. I like root, the root beer. It's a little more bitter for my taste. The ginger ale sucks. I hate ginger the, the hard ginger ale. <laughs> but but my review, um, spoilers for the, the best damn cherry cola, oh, is it's not the best damn cherry cola, I'm going to be honest with oh. you. Uh, I've had, well, they're, they're never going to sponsor the show now. No, they're not. If I had my choice, I would buy Coca-Cola and inject the cherry flavoring into it, like the old style, like the old malt shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I would go. But, I mean, it's not bad if you're looking for something alcoholic and you still want to you know, feel cool while drinking your cherry cola. <laughs> so, uh, it's, I mean, it's not horrible. I will probably drink these. I did not finish the ginger ale, <laughs> alcoholic ginger ale. But I like these much better. So that's my review, uh, courtesy of Superhero Slate. Uh, I'm so glad you used our platform <laughs> to let the to let everybody know. <laughs> well, that's I, I, you know, sometimes we just drink water. But this week I'm 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 getting a little little uh, cherry cola in my system, if you will. But that's not the only review I think we're gonna have here. You attended what I heard was a Star Wars burlesque show. Yes, I believe it goes by the name of Star Girls. They are traveling the i don't know if it's the country or the world but the outer rim uh, apparently their show has uh, gained some critical acclaim in some aspect of um, however you get critical acclaim with a burlesque show but uh, my my wife bought it for the two of us as like a uh, a valentine's day present so it finally came around so we drove just about an hour south of los angeles and cruised down to santa Ana. 
and uh, at the Yost Theater, uh, there was this uh, Star Wars-themed burlesque show, and it was a riot. It was pretty crazy. Uh, they they opened up the show with a band, I guess, to just kind of warm up the crowd. Oh, was it Canteen the band? <laughs> well, so you know, how, you know the uh, like the punk. Uh, I think they're like a punk metal band. I don't, I don't, I don't know genres of music very well, but the the Misfits. Oh yeah, yeah, Misfits. Uh, but it wasn't okay. It wasn't the Misfits. It was uh, the yeah. Sith Fits. So oh, dear it was Lord. a punk ba- it was a punk band and they painted their faces uh, red like Darth Maul and stuff and they were playing like punk uh, like heavy metal songs with uh, Star Wars lyrics and they were they had a, a positive on screen presence but my wife and I were both like we can't understand half the stuff he's saying because you know if you're if you're singing metal and punk songs you know most of the time you can't pick up what they're saying anyway and I, parody songs kind of need the 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 clarity of lyrics to really get so every once in a while they would do a song that had like a, a clear melody and we'd be like oh okay he's talking about Jar Jar Binks here but then I didn't get any of the other songs but it was pretty hilarious I really like their uh, their t-shirts because uh, the Misfits logo is kind of like just a, a white skull but they kind of embedded that skull in like the silhouette of the Millennium Falcon so that, oh. that was pretty that was pretty cool they, they were definitely creative and um they they had a good on stage presence, but the rest of the show is really uh, entertaining. Of uh, these uh, these nice ladies coming out dressed as uh, Star Wars characters, they have uh, refreshed the show to reflect the the Force Awakens. So we got we got BB-8 got did a little strip tease for us. Uh, who else did we have? We had Ray, we had Finn, we had um, we had a Vader of course. Um, we had all all of the all of the goodies. So it was a pretty good show, and there was a the host of the evening was uh, like a, a version of uh, Maz Kanata. So that was pretty hilarious because she like walked out on like her knees and stuff, and she did like a whole burlesque striptease on her knees and stuff. But she had like this cape that covered up the back of her legs, so it looked like she was uh, tiny. So overall, it was a uh, it was pretty entertaining. They were like spinning on poles. BB-8 was on roller skates. All very professional ladies. My wife and I definitely had a good time. Would you recommend it to anyone who happens to come across this uh, show? I mean, why not? Um, I don't recall how much the tickets were because my wife paid for them, but I can't imagine it was anything uh, ridiculously out of the out of out of bounds. Well, I mean, if so, price was no 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 matter here, would you say go watch? Oh this yeah, show? for okay, sure. Okay, for sure. Yeah, it was a good time. All right. Well, anyone who chances a uh, a journey to the outer rim. Uh, please enjoy the <laughs> enjoy the show there. So that's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, I guess uh, this is my point where I want to give an update on our Star Wars contest since we're talking Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, it's been a busy week. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We had Batman, Superman, Daredevil to watch. I just haven't had a chance to pull names. So I'm going to give fla- the Flash even came back on this week. Arrow came back on. Shields back. Yeah, so we're we're in full swing again. Yeah, we really are. It's 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 a very busy week, and um, I'm going to give everyone one more week to do everything. Uh, if you're new, all you have to do is interact with us on social media, share a post, like a post, uh, comment on something. I don't care. E- email us, whatever. You do something, you're entered in. If you've uh, done something before, like wrote an iTunes review, you're still entered. So everyone's involved. Please do it with our new spoiler cast if you're really interested. Um, those are really cool. Uh, had a good time yesterday recording those, didn't we? And um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just like them, share them, comment them, email us, whatever. Do something. Write us an iTunes review. The funnier, the better. We enjoy the funny ones. They keep, yeah, us, when they keep so- us going. Win yourself some Star Wars video game download codes. Yes, a lot of them. So I will have winners announced next week, I promise you. Uh, 1st of April, no April Fools. Uh, we, will, we will do it. 
So <laughs> that's that's it for that. Do you have anything else, Mike? Before we no, hop on, no, in? I think I think I'm ready to roll into it. We got some cool stuff, and my favorite uh, stuff we're going to talk about is we have a couple rumors. Rumors are always fun. I love talking about rumors. Most of the time, uh, there's a little bit of truth to them. I want to say, like always, very little. So they usually don't come out of the blue, out of the thin air, and that's why it's fun talking about those. So I can't wait to get to those later in the show. Yes, but first off, let's let's start with what everyone's coming here for. Spoiler-free review of Daredevil, Marvel's Daredevil Season 2. Oh, okay. So this is going to be fun, because usually when we do spoiler casts, we typically record them after our normal weekly show. So I think our spoiler-free reviews today are going to be more concise than usual, since we've we've already had a good chance to talk all this out. Yes. In short, I love Season 2 of Daredevil. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a consensus between both of us. I think it's a great natural progression of both Daredevil and the, the Netflix Marvel shows. And if anyone gets a chance uh, to watch it, uh, feel free to on Netflix, 13 episodes. I, I really enjoyed it. What's something, uh, I mean, we both feel really good about it. Mike, what's one of your favorite things about the show? Just to- uh, I, I think my favorite thing about the show is if, it feels just like we're getting more of season one. If you liked season one of Daredevil, you're definitely going to like season two. I I mentioned in our spoiler cast that they had uh they had new they had some new writers they had new showrunners for this show and it just picked off and and it got crazy. I mean we have I mean obviously it's not a spoiler that we get Punisher and Elektra they're all over the the promo art so you don't have to worry about uh, any of that getting spoiled but they were treasured uh, additions to the show and I can't wait to see what's going to happen in season three. And I'm pretty sure season three is going to happen after the Defenders. Yeah. So we're going to getting even more of this even before season three. We're going to get Matt Murdock back and Daredevil again. And it was just it was just fun. I love watching him kick ass. Uh, we l- both love the fight choreography in this season. So it's yeah. definitely more of the same, which is good because <laughs> season one killed it. I'm going to actually kind of go on that and say it, it's it's better than the first season because I think. There's less dull moments in this. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's less filler in this season than the first season had, and and the same says for, could be said for Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones had a lull in the, the stuff, but there was always action, always something. The everything ends on a cliffhanger. You're gonna love it. I just I just can't praise season two enough uh for all of the accomplishments it's done so yeah i i think it just goes to show i think i i'm sure i said this at season one is that uh superhero and comic book material is now being treated how it always should have been back in the day it's been it's been treating with respect you know uh you can do dark and brooding you can do funny with uh with comic book material and you can execute it well so they they did great and it's it's yeah. a good it's a good time it's a good time to be a Daredevil fan that's for sure yes it is however for our next topic we're gonna talk <laughs> Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice our spoiler free mm-hmm. review if you want spoiler spoilers free. listen to our spoiler cast uh, they're they're both available we posted them yesterday you're ready to go Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Mike yes or no boo <laughs> no 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 it's just. I mean, I think the thirty percent on Rotten Tomato. You got, you gotta, you gotta remind yourself here that that means seventy percent of the people that reviewed it didn't like it. So it's not necessarily getting a like a well below an F grade. It's but, a, it's enjoyability factor. 
yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this this one. It's just it's just a big disappointment. I think why, which is why so many people have reacted so negatively. Um, you mentioned that just on a technical point of view that the that the movie is just not put together very well, and I, I can totally agree with that. And also, they had some of the best source material ever to work with, and they just totally blew it. They had all the time. They had an extra year. They had all the money. I mean, I think the bu- I, what the budget on the budget on this film swelled to what what was it like five hundred million dollars? Oh, I don't think it's that high. Um, I, th- I think with like the marketing budget and everything, there was like an article that came out. The estimated so the ago. estimated production budget is two hundred fifty million, and if mm-hmm. if if I if we go by standard rules, you double that for marketing, which would make it yeah. yes five hundred million dollars uh, total so, cost. But we know it's two hundred fifty million. The upper end of that probably for the budget to make the film alone. Yeah, I mean, they threw everything in the kitchen sink at this movie, and it just did not work. And I think I think the best thing to say is it's from the same writer and director as Man of Steel. So basically poured over your reviews from Man of Steel to this movie. So that's so, just kind of how it goes. So I'm, I'm in the same boat. I, I agree with Mike. It's nothing that I would, I would uh, tell anyone to go to. And an example I'd use, I went home for Easter today, uh, not that far away. My dad, the first thing he did, my dad asked me. He's like, well, what do you think of it? I'm like, uh... I'd avoid it like the plague, honestly. Um, and he said he saw the same thing on um, the news that morning. The the, mm-hmm. the the news reported that, you know, it was just not very well done. Like, it may be a beautiful film, but it's just it's a, a two-and-a-half-hour trailer for Justice League. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that's a lot a lot of people are saying. And I, I, I agree with that. I think that's an oversimplification. But, yes, very much so. However, yeah. that does not stop the wheels from spinning because it has made $424 million worldwide this first Yeah, weekend. I mean, it's, this, this movie is definitely going to make money. But, but it's a juggernaut for, I think, the wrong reasons. So Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's I think that the saddest thing is in when we can look at a movie and we can't even tell people to go see it, you know? Because, like, Fantastic Four, an easy, it's an easy no. But, I mean, like, the Thor movies... I mean, at least you'll at least you say, go see those. You'll have a good time. It's a decent addition. Not they they aren't. It's not the best superhero movie for Thor. You know, those are usually dogged on the most over at Marvel. But at least we tell people to go see them. But we can't even tell people to go see Dawn of Justice. I mean, that's bad. Yeah, there there are. Uh, yeah, I can't in good faith tell anyone to go see it. So if you're wanting our reaction, our reaction is definitely two thumbs down all around. Yes. <laughs> uh, for more on that, go listen to our spoiler cast. I, I, I don't want to talk anymore about it for fear of giving things away. But uh, if you want to our full breakdown, go listen to that. So enjoy that. However, I do want to say one of the highlights of the film was, in fact, the addition of Wonder Woman, which is our next yes. topic. The mm-hmm. the first image of Themyscira? Yeah, I think that's that's about right. I can't say it. Has been shown. So on Entertainment Weekly, we've got our first image of the Wonder Woman film. And it looks much different than the movie we just watched as well with her in it. Mm-hmm. And in this, we get to see the Amazonian um, goddesses uh, Hippolyta, uh, Antiope, I think, and Menelippe. I'm probably butchering these names horribly. I'll I'll take your word for it, man. It's okay. Yeah. uh, So I'm not I'm not into Greek mythology. I'm learning as I go. So uh, this is something that I can definitely say I'm going to learn more about it. But this shows, you know, it looks like they're on an island. And I think the island of uh, Themyscira, Themyscira, I if I know, <laughs> I give up. But they look, uh, I mean, they look badass. Like, this is like a, maybe a, a female version of Thor. Uh, yeah. To, I, to, to put I, it in that way, if, if I wanted to compare it to something similar. 
Yeah, I think we're really all going to be crossing our fingers and hoping a Wonder Woman turns out well. Just like we said for Batman and Superman, we do not want DC to fail. I mean, we're not Marvel fanboys. You know, we, we're equal operate. Uh, equal opportunity lovers of comic book uh, adaptations. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope Wonder Woman can come in. You know, she was one of the best parts of a crappy movie that we just saw. So I'm hoping the director, uh, a new writer, just refresh the whole story, just points that I look at when it comes to this movie. So I'm, I'm hoping things turn around. Uh, but what, what do you I, think of this image? Like, forget forget the theory. What do you think of this image? I, mean, I think it looks cool. I mean, I th- I think one uh, fun addition going to be with the Wonder Woman movie is I think we're going to be doing a little time traveling or time jumping from decades to decades since she's been around forever. So I don't know if this is necessarily in the past here or maybe just whenever she goes back home, she uh, dresses up to fit in, you know, like when in Rome. So we'll have to see, you know, if this is an a- more of an ancient uh, screenshot capture that we're looking at. So I believe so. I believe this is set in the 19... 19- teens i guess in world war one era because her mm-hmm. shield is so old much older compared to what we saw in the movie and mm-hmm. i think this is a story of her rise to power and her helping mankind and and kind of going against these uh scowling women who are standing behind her um <laughs> uh, but i'm it's really cool i mean i see bow and arrows spears swords i think it's gonna be a good mythological jumping point for her and mm-hmm. I, I really look forward to seeing her because she did so well in dawn of justice that i just I can't not get enough of her. Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's a fact for it. So, Wonder Woman high on our list of things we're looking forward to next year, um, and and you can check out when that release date is on our uh, upcoming movie and TV release schedule page on mm-hmm. superheroesite.com. However, not all things are looking good in the world of female superheroes. Supergirl on CBS is currently not renewed amongst their latest renewal list. Uh, yes. So CBS announced a long list of renewals. It's not the final definitive list for the the end. Sometimes mm-hmm. they wait till May. Supergirl was not among those, despite people feeling that it might be renewed early on. Uh, my theory is, and and you can tell me if I'm wrong, Mike, is that they're waiting for the numbers to come in on this Flash crossover that's airing I, this Monday. I think I can definitely agree with you. Uh, I don't necessarily know what numbers Supergirl's been pulling down. I haven't really been paying much attention to the show, but. All I can say is, uh, if you're on CBS, one of the biggest uh, networks out there right now, they have some of the biggest shows, they have some of the biggest audiences, Supergirl is going to have to do really, really well for uh, the standard of show. I mean, obviously, if Supergirl was on something like the CW, uh, the numbers uh, would be expected to be a little bit lower because their audience is a little lower. But CBS, you got to garner millions of people every night, and I'm not 100% sure she's been doing that. So, you know, since The Flash is just coming over very temporarily just for one episode, I don't really know how much weight that's going to have, but I think it makes sense to maybe to maybe wait, kind of capitalize on that moment. Yeah, so, I mean, if I, I mean, judging by the, the, the ratings and people viewing it, this is about $8 million a night, believe it or not. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's pretty big, seeing that, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. only does about half that. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I guess the uh, Agent Carter did maybe a quarter of that, um, but those are those are different. I guess they're different beasts. I guess I don't know, but I mean it does a lot. But I think they're putting a lot of money in bringing the Flash over. I don't think it was a cheap, like oh we own CW, let's do it. I think there's a lot of money involved in bringing, you know, Grant Gustin over because he's doing so well on the Flash. The Flash is an awesome show, continually impressing every week. So I think they want to see like if this Flash thing pays off and we renew it, we're gonna have to put them up with each other every season from now on. 
Like, yeah. we're going to always have to have a crossover. So, I don't know how that feels. I haven't watched Supergirl. I'm not leaning towards it yet. But I do hear the Martian Manhunter thing's pretty cool. And I, I think he's a great character. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I hope the best. I hope for the best. Yeah, so, cross fingers for fans of Supergirl. It comes out. If Gotham can get a season three, Supergirl can get a season two. Um, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. In other news, there is a Batman movie coming out that we can root for. And that's Lego Batman movie. Oh, yeah. The first trailer landed this week, and it captures the first Lego movie, heart and soul and visual style and humor, so perfectly, again, for this Lego Batman movie. Uh, Will Arnett returns as Batman, and we get a bunch of new casts and um, some some of our first images. I really like the poster um, mm-hmm. shown off here. Um, it's got, uh, I guess, it's it's one of our, it's in our featured image that Mike's makes, Uh and it's got the, it looks like a bat wing behind him and a bunch of pink and bright colorful things. Really funny. I like the lobster bit in the trailer. I, I think he, cause he's always wearing the Batman mask uh, uh-huh. while he's doing everything. It's just so clever and funny. And I like the way it looks and the animation style makes it look stop motion. What do you think, Mike? You saw it. I, I mean, I think it looks, I think it looks wonderful. Batman's character was hilarious in the Lego bat in the Lego movie. We all were not expecting Lego movie to be as charming and amazing as it was. I think this is going to be more of the same, you know, they don't have to have like a a rigid structure when you're doing things with Lego. It's like the perfect, like uh, parody platform. So I'm totally looking forward to it. Maybe there'll be some like little subtle jabs at like uh, um, uh, other superhero movies. Uh, you know, Deadpool did a great job at uh, making fun of uh, you know the landscape out there. So maybe a Lego Batman will have a little bit of a chance. But oh, I'm, I'm I totally want to see this on opening weekend. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I I didn't buy into the Lego movie the first time when it came out. I'm like, no, that's that's for kids. That's not for me. The stop motion didn't look good. And then I saw it, and I'm like, damn it, you hooked me. And uh, <laughs> I really like it. I'm really excited to see where this one goes uh, as well. Because like it's hard to keep that humor up. And I think this was built for kids. And we haven't had a Batman movie for kids in a very long time. And mm-hmm. I really I really hope to see it do this. And maybe, maybe it's a sequel to the first movie. Maybe it's a standalone. I don't really know how it maybe ties into the, Laker, the, the larger Lego world. Because they are coming out with the Lego movie sequel. And um, mm-hmm. they, they managed to squeeze this in first, so that's really awesome. I'm really excited to see that. Uh, on the flip note, uh, since that's a new Batman movie, let's talk about the new Marvel TV show coming out, Marvel's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for this? Um, I don't know. I mean, on the last episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they, it seemed like they had kind of set up the show in a, in a bit of a way. Yes. But they didn't exactly leave us on like a cliffhanger to necessarily get us excited for this show. Um, we'll just have to see. I mean, I don't think, um, uh, was Bobby is mockingbird, right? In agents of shield. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Morris is mockingbird and hunter, uh, uh, Nick Lance is hunter blood or Nick blood is hunter Lance. Yeah. I mean like Bobby and Hunter, I don't think they're the most engaging characters on, on television right now. So I don't know how excited I am to watch them in a TV show together, but maybe if they bring in some other cast that, you know, elevates the story, it just seems like we're going to get more an offshoot of just S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, you know. Agent Carter is really, really cool because it, it's it's based on an individual woman and it's set in a different time period at the very beginning of S.H.I.E.L.D. So this just seems to be, I don't I don't know. I don't, I, I'm going to have to just wait and see, but I'm not particularly like... 
uh, at the edge of my seat waiting for the premiere, if you know. Yeah, so we first have our first uh, potential logo, essentially, is, is some of the news today. And it looks okay. I think it's going to get tweaked. All Marvel logos usually get tweaked before released. Um, mm-hmm. But the the biggest thing going forward is they're not S.H.I.E.L.D. agents anymore. And that should be really noted, that S.H.I.E.L.D. has to disavow them. And that's why they go away. So they're not going to be S.H.I.E.L.D. agents going forward for this show. I don't know how they're going to work it out. I don't know any of that stuff. But they filmed the pilot and, and done that. But they've added... One actor I'm really interested in, uh, Oded Fair, he was in The Mummy and some of the Resident Evil films. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy him. I haven't seen him in a while. I really enjoyed him when he was in those movies, such as The Mummy and Resident Evil. He was some of the high, he was a standout part because he's kind of a badass and uh, I really enjoyed him. So he's been added to the cast and so has Fernanda Andrade. She's from, uh, I think, a movie called The Devil Inside. I don't know. I don't watch it. I've never seen her before. But Oded Fair is, is an interesting thing. I think they're throwing some some bigger names, some people who want to be in the Marvel Universe but don't want to commit to the long haul um, mm. are diving into this TV world. And I think, they're good. like you said, they need to add other characters to this um, Most Wanted to make it stand out. And I think that's a good step in the in the right direction mm-hmm. for, for me. Do you know, I mean, have you seen Oded Fair? Do you remember him from, from the shows? I mean, not particularly. I think I'm definitely going to have to see a trailer for this show to really kind of get the feel of where they're going. Just because, like, I'm getting all the secret agent-y stuff that I want in S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, so I'm interested what angle they're going to hit with this. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll keep you guys posted on that stuff, uh, whatever that news may be. But that brings us to our first big rumor of the week. And this is something that, a bomb that kind of dropped out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Someone wants to make captain britain into a viable property Uh, okay captain britain is a marvel project property and to me the captain britain i know it's not just oh britain made a captain america uh like their own captain america he is a um there's one in every world and they can they control the dimensions like they keep balance in the dimensions of like multiple dimensions in the marvel comics and Mm -hmm. uh he's got a lot of power and strength and his his sister is technically uh, Psylocke uh, in the comic books as well. Um, there's a lot of... He, he, he's been a, a while, and, and it's very confusing and convoluted. However, we have an image of a Captain Britain suit from a tweet from uh, Sierra McAvoy. She's a concept artist, a, a drawer, mm-hmm. poster. Marvel has hired her to do some stuff. But come to find out, it's not Marvel. It's two producers, a producing company uh, owned by uh, Chris Lark and uh, the other co-producers... Eleni Larchinadu, I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. that, so Chris and Eleni, the company's taking a demo reel to Marvel or Fox um, to make Captain Britain a, a property thing, and this is part of that that kind of uh, concept art, that demo reel, that, that pitch they're, they're working on this year to take it to them next year. Uh, uh, maybe... May- Maybe they feel like this is a character that probably never would have seen the light of day. So maybe they're just like, oh, maybe we can just kind of go in with a pitch and maybe they'll just let us take Captain Britain for a stroll. Well, I think I think the thing is, like, if they're not just like, hey, let's do Captain Britain and then, like, work out the details later. I think they're, they're I think they're really passionate about this character and they're working on it really, really well uh, beforehand before they do it. And I... I I guess, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, Marvel's making Captain Britain. That's not the, the case. They may turn it down. We don't know. Um, I don't know where Captain Britain would fit into the larger Marvel universe. Do you see him as, like, what, a movie, a Netflix show? Like, like where, do you, where do you see him at? I don't know. I don't really see him anywhere, honestly. He just seems to be um, a character that 
just is not going to mesh what we with well with what we have already. So I don't particularly see why we need him. I'm not saying he's a bad character, but you know, just because he's not bad doesn't mean he needs to be put in the in the, in the MCU. Yeah. So I think if they do um, do this, and um, I don't I don't know where it would fit uh, either. I would say probably an episodic kind of show uh, mm-hmm. because I think a movie for Captain Britain. You have Captain America movies and Captain Britain movies, and people are just going to start getting confused, to be honest with you. And I think this is more maybe an episodic. Maybe there's a new platform that Marvel could be working on we don't know about yet. Uh, I don't see this being on TV, but maybe a digital web series akin to Daredevil and Jessica Jones, but maybe not Netflix produced, maybe not that high caliber. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's just such a bizarre bit of news. I mean, it's this kind of bizarre it's this weird like cg suit render it kind of doesn't exactly look all right so i i don't know well i mean this, this, is just... this isn't final this is totally concept art and they said this is concept art yeah it's just, they're it's working just so on uh, a way to maybe maybe they get some the suit made and someone in it i think it might look pretty all right it's just a bizarre nugget of news this week. I, I was not expecting to see Captain Britain pop up on Superhero Slate anytime soon. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's interesting. I'm, I'm for it, to be honest. A lot. I know a lot of people are for it, but I think that's uh, something we're going to have to keep our eye on and see what happens. They could get shut down. We don't know. They could get shot down and we never never see anything from it again. But I w- I'm going to keep you guys posted because I want to know. I don't care what Mike says. I want to know. <laughs> In that news, here's Mike's big rumor of the week. Captain Marvel, the film, uh, which is coming out in 2018, the same year as uh-huh. Infinity War uh, Part 1, has some rumor. Mike, let's lay this on me, what you sent over to me. I, 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 want, I want this to be your bit of news. Yeah, so this is a little bit of a hot tip. Uh, they're saying that Doctor, Strand, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, and Black Panther could possibly appear in, the, in Captain Marvel's film. Yeah, so that's a huge claim slash rumor to make this early on for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we've heard a lot of, we know that Guardians of the Galaxy is filming, right? They always film about 13, 14 months ahead of release. So they're mm-hmm. working on that. We've heard a lot of Thor The Dark World rumors because they, they got to start filming that this summer. But we've not heard any Spider-Man rumors for that script, which is intriguing because that comes out in the middle of those two movies. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the right time to start hearing Captain Marvel movies. And I think having those three in that movie would be... Uh, an interesting choice, but maybe maybe a good call? What do you think? Which one of those do you think would make the most sense in there? I mean, I almost think that, you know, I don't know how this rumor came down the line. I don't know if they've just heard, oh, these characters will appear on film in the movie. I mean, it, it could be almost just a little bit of a glimpse of them. I mean, technically, Peggy Carter was in Ant-Man, but she was just at the very beginning. So maybe we're just looking at uh, small little cameos. But I don't think it would be a bad idea to necessarily kind of reveal a new character in a movie with a little bit of a team up possibly. So, you know, maybe Captain Marvel ends up fighting a bad guy and Black Panther jumps in to help her out or something like that. And then maybe Doctor Strange is just in a coffee shop. I don't know. So I don't necessarily think that this is going to be a, a, a four-way Marvel character movie. But yeah, maybe they just kind of like pop up to say, but, hey, what's up, girl? But which one would you put Which one would you put in there if it was a team up movie? I think I just want more Doctor Strange anyway I can get him, so I'm just going to say Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think I think this is, if I was to say, there's a reason that two of these characters make sense, but one does not. Doctor uh, Strange and Black Panther have their own films before Captain Marvel. And they do not have a sequel on the horizon. Uh, mm-hmm. But Ant-Man does that year already. 
Um, uh-huh. So I don't see Ant-Man being in this movie as much, but he's the closest to S.H.I.E.L.D. than the other two are as of right now. I mean, technically, can't you just say that Ant-Man is in every movie and no one can prove it because he's just really tiny? So Well, then, maybe I'd, say, just gonna, then I'd say no because you can't prove it. Maybe that's just going to be like a, a CG Easter egg going through the next Marvel movies. It's just like you never knew that Ant-Man was there all along. He was oh, just tiny. That's cheap. That's cheap. No, I like it. It's, that's so cheap. But of these, I, I mean, Captain Marvel, I think the way I think Marvel may be looking at it is, you know, more characters equal a better film. That's why we've heard Thor and, and, and Hulk are teaming up in their movie to give mm-hmm. us a better story. Um, Doctor Strange and Black Panther uh, don't really have much of a team up. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I feel about this. And but It's that's a bizarre okay. rumor, that's for sure. But it that's is okay. totally rumor. But I would like to see Doctor Strange and Black Panther before I saw Ant-Man in these movies. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm cool with that. All right, whatever they want to do, Marvel. I mean, I actually, I think if I check the superhero slate release page, um, I don't think that's. I thought I said 2018. Uh, I'm actually it's 2019. We actually have three more years before we see Captain Marvel. So that's that's a that's a big Ant Man and the Wasp will be out before we see Captain Marvel. Yeah, so. we got we got a bit of, we got a bit of time. This movie is definitely going to be uh, churning over some uh, rumors in in the next couple of years. We will have had Justice League Part One, will you? By the time we see it, but yeah, so it's cool. I'm glad I'm glad we're getting some Captain Marvel rumors that keeps us afloat. So we'll we'll, we'll deal with that. On the flip side, let's talk some facts. Kingsman yeah. Kingsman Two dropped some big news today. We got the title for Kingsman Two, and Ooh. it's called Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Oh, okay. All right, I don't know what that means yet, but I'm sold. That sounds like a spy movie name. Uh, <laughs> and we got a brand, a bunch of concept art images kind of revealing some of the stuff about the film. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, first off, I want to talk the Statesmen. The Statesmen are the U.S. version of the Kingsmen. Mm-hmm. And they t- their headquarters is actually in an, un, like an understated distillery, like a whiskey distillery. And mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant. Like, I would never think to look at a whiskey distillery for secret <laughs> agents. And I live near a ton of whiskey distilleries. <laughs> so you just like to, to heighten up your reality with this. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, secondly, uh, the one of the cars from Kingsman looks like it goes underwater. Very James Bond. Very spy. Like, typical spy movie-esque looking. Mm-hmm. And I really like that they're kind of upping the gadgets and and I guess spy tropes for this film. That's going to look mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, lastly, the big thing here is Poppy land, the lair of Julianne Moore's villain. And we, we said she was the villain and this looks to be Poppy land looks to be some sort of Aztec temples with a very neon Poppy land sign in, in the uh, concept art. Uh, but I mean, I don't know, man, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm really interested to to see what this poppy land is. It looks like it's in some sort of like Aztec jungle or something like that, and it has this very neon sign and these these brushed like steel doors. It's just um, it, it's going to be a really intriguing uh, look for the movie. But I love the idea of bringing in a U.S. secret agents. You know, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be good guys or bad guys, but I'm all on board with with uh, Kingsman too. Yeah, hopefully they go a little more global this time around. Uh, I think. Last time they it was a global threat, but they stayed very well within themselves, and uh, and yeah. But and we also have Halle Berry showing up, so we might see her pop up in some of this concept art. I'm excited for them. To, I, I don't know if they're filming yet or not, but the more information we have on Kingsman, the more excited I am because I really love that movie and I was really excited for it to come out. 
and uh, more the more the merrier I feel with Kingsman. Mm-hmm. So, um, on that note, here's some more images we got. Guess what? X Men Apocalypse is dropping some stuff on us uh, because that movie is coming out sooner than later. Don't forget, it's May 27th. The first Empire magazine cover is out, and it looks awesome. This looks fantastic. Uh, it's uh, Apocalypse and his four uh, horsemen, Storm, Magneto, Archangel, and Psylocke, in the X-Mansion, looks like Cerebro burning around him. Uh, very yeah, very they, menacing, they... very destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen so much from uh, Apocalypse already, because, I mean, the movie obviously is coming out soon. Uh, the trailers still haven't necessarily grabbed me. You know, I, I'm I'm not exactly psyched for this movie, but I think it has a better chance than uh, Batman at Batman vs Superman to uh, really uh, uh, dig their claws into me in a positive way. So I I'm think looking I, forward. I'm looking forward to that at least. Yeah, I think it's it's more of an understated film. Uh, it's not trying to be as in your face about it um, as mm-hmm. as Batman v Superman is. Uh, but another couple images we have. Um, the X-Men kind of in their costumes with Brian Singer in what looks to be like another Cerebro. And what I like to say here in this very small image is that we see Nightcrawler in his red suit. Very uh-huh. awesome. Uh, we get to see, uh, looks like Cyclops has some visors on his face now instead of just sunglasses. Uh, Mystique has the white stripe on her suit to kind of give on to like her future, I guess, uh, Mystique look, I guess the comic book version. And uh-huh. uh, what really bothers me about this image that's been officially released is Storm is here um, uh-huh. in her new Storm-looking outfit like because she's got the wings and stuff under it, like, in it. But we never see Storm actually become a good guy in any of the trailers. We're still alluding to her being in Apocalypse's control. So uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you think? I mean, I, I really like that they're adding these costumes in, but why are none of these in any of the images and promo materials we've seen so far? No, I, I guess uh, Brian Singer was tired of hearing people complain about the battle armor that he's only shown in the trailer, so he wanted to release a, an official look of, hey, look, I know how to put them in costumes that look like they they should be in. So I don't know if this is like third act costume change, or maybe this is first act costumes, and then Apocalypse comes to town, really fucks some shit up, and then they're like, okay, we gotta put the battle armor on now, because he's a really big menacing guy. Well, I guess we'll just have to see how that goes. But I, I think w- I think when it comes to the Storm thing, I guess it's not so much of a big deal. I think we all assume that Storm will eventually come back to the good side at the end of the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I mean, I can't say this is first act simply because uh, Xavier has hair uh, in the in the trailers for the first half, and mm-hmm. uh, Storm does start as a as a, a apostle of a apostle of apocalypse whatever horseman of the apocalypse but i really i really like that you know they're still not afraid to show this stuff off but at least by the end of the movie we will see more traditional costumes than we have before and i think yeah that's okay that's a little more uh fear assuading than 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 i have been so far yeah i mean brian brian singer has a better better track record now than uh zach snyder (laughs) so i i I think he is you're just stuck on that you're just not gonna let that go are you no no i'm not i'm not zach zach i'm not sorry bro Okay, well, let's talk about this one. There's a bunch of images from Apocalypse, but I'm going to talk about another one with Angel um, showing his actual feathery wings. Um, mm-hmm. This is taken from um, the Empire magazine, but we saw this kind of a little bit in the trailer when he's in the cage match fighting Nightcrawler. Um, mm-hmm. And I just... Something about this screams 80s, and I love it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's the typical Angel hairstyle that we got going on the curly that's in the kind of like mm-hmm. a kind of a mullet. 
the big feathery wings. They look awesome. They don't look CG, which is great because the metal ones do. Um, mm-hmm. And that black jacket with like the the little metal studs everywhere. I really love it. What, I mean, if they were gonna nail Angel, that that's the way to do it right there. Yeah, I mean, it looks really sick. Um, I definitely uh, I might be dogging on the Apocalypse trailer more than usual, but I do like how uh, they didn't just reveal everything. I don't really know how things are gonna piece together throughout the movie and honestly we really don't know much about it still to this date we know apocalypse comes to town and he wants to um fuck some shit up but we don't exactly know how the rest of the x-men get involved we don't know the the greater overarching storyline you know we don't know what apocalypse master plan is yet so i i kind of like that you know maybe it is a good thing that i'm not super psyched for the movie because that means i don't know everything about it yeah totally i agree couldn't agree more I think uh, we're, we might be pleasantly surprised. They're, they've got some good stuff to do there. Uh, also, a couple bits of news today is Brian Singer went on record. He says he wants to take a break before doing another X-Men movie, which we know he's doing a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea movie for Fox, so he'll probably do that. Uh-huh. They might get someone to step in for another X-Men movie, like a Deadpool or an X-Force maybe one shot before they come back to the main franchise. Um, uh-huh. Or Singer may be out and they get someone else to do the next one. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, I think I think Singer can do two in a row, and that's about it. So let's get someone else in and do an- have him come back in and do another two. Mm. Uh, but he also said for later he wants to use the X-Men villain Proteus as uh, the villain going forward um, in, in another movie later on. I don't know if I'm familiar with Proteus. So Proteus is actually the uh, – his name is Kevin McTaggart, and he's the son of Dr. Mora McTaggart who we've seen in X-Men First Class and both uh, in X-Men Apocalypse. She'll be a big part of it. Um, hmm. She's uh, kind of a... Um, it's, it's a tragic story of how he was you know, conceived and born, but like uh, he uh, has the ability to uh, warp reality. So mm-hmm. he can, like... He's got the psionic ability to manipulate and alter reality. He's got telepathy. He can do... He exists in a pure energy form as well, so he doesn't have, like, a normal body. Um, mm-hmm. So when you see him, he kind of looks like a very, um, like, silver surfer, but maybe glowing from the inside a little more, is the way I would mm-hmm. describe it. And uh, he, he can take full possession of other humanoid bodies. Um, so that's going to be definitely interesting to see that if, if he does become an X-Men villain in the movie, someone who takes the control of other X-Men. Hopefully it's not that similar to Apocalypse, because it looks like Apocalypse can mind control a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Um, and the the funny part about Proteus, and this is something that I will never forget, he is weak to organic metal like Colossus's body. Mm, okay. Um, then that's just what what that's his weakness, like one of his weaknesses. So you put him in a metal cage. Guess what? He can't get out, and he's kind of used. To <laughs> put him behind bars. Yeah. So that's something I always remember. So maybe Proteus would be a cool visual villain. I I know. Uh, maybe we can give him to Zack Snyder and he can do a really visually impressive Proteus <laughs> no, movie. No, don't give him anything else. He doesn't deserve it. Uh, no, but I mean, Brian Singer does do great visuals in his movies. Um, Days of Future uh-huh. Past is a visual masterpiece all around. I I, I will give him that. So, uh-huh. uh, Let's switch gears. Video game movies. Uh, one of yeah. our things that we kind of are afraid of occasionally. Um, uh-huh. Tomb Raider is coming back. They're working on a Tomb Raider reboot. Uh, no uh, Angelina Jolie as Lara Croft. Instead, mm-hmm. they approach Daisy Ridley to about to star as Lara Croft. 
I mean, that would be a pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy combination. Uh, Tomb Raider was always kind of lucky when it came to adapting it for the big screen because it doesn't have some of the pitfalls that most video game material does. She's basically like a female Indiana Jones. Yeah. So basically you kind of just make a female Indiana Jones movie. So I, I think that I wouldn't be too worried about rebooting the, the Tomb Raider franchise. Uh, I think it's a good idea. As for Daisy Ridley, I think that would be super cool. But I also think it would be a good idea to maybe look at the the voice actress that currently voices um, uh, Laura Croft in the in the new series of games. I, I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but um, she's definitely like a she's like a normal actress. She's in some TV shows. I want to say maybe Grey's Anatomy, and I think she was on. I think she was in a couple episodes of Californication, if I can remember right. Uh, but she's definitely, I think it would be really cool. It would definitely connect, uh, the game, uh, lore to the, to the movie lore a little bit. I think that would be cool too. But Daisy Ridley's awesome. I always want more Daisy Ridley. She's super, she's super awesome. Yeah, I think, I mean, to me, I don't want them to connect the video game lore to the movie lore. I think that's kind of what Assassin's Creed's doing. And we have too much of that. I think it'll get convoluted and kind of maybe ruin the industry again. But I think Daisy Ridley looks a lot like Lara Croft. I think she could pull it off. And, you know, up and coming, she's got, you know, Star Wars under her belt and she did a great job in it. Maybe she could take off Tomb Raider and give it that second chance it, it might need. Um, mm-hmm. But, I again, I don't think they should take Tomb Raider too seriously. I think that's part of the fun of video game movies is you don't have to take them too seriously. And maybe we'll get a, a, a Tomb Raider and, uh, you know, what's the other, the Nathan Drake uh uh, Uncharted, Uncharted crossover. How cool would that be? Ooh, that'd be rad. Yeah, I'd I'd definitely watch that. That'd be pretty fun. So maybe maybe they can start doing some of that. That's that's awesome. But Daisy Ridley's got my vote for that. If if I could pick anybody. Yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure Daisy Ridley can uh, pick whatever role she wants in in Hollywood right now. I mean, when you're in the Force Awakens, the uh, the Hollywood is your oyster. Yes, uh, the I guess the. Um, movie choices awaken yeah just never mind never mind (laughs) Uh, we're gonna go to the next thing let's talk about archie the tv show it's coming out okay i i I know little to none about archie so you'll have to do a lot of explaining here oh i don't know shit about archie either uh so we're (laughs) we're both um kind of in 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 trouble here so archie uh is a comic publisher as well archie comic publications is what it was and archie comics go back years i'm pretty sure it started in 1939 about the same time superhero started um and it follows the adventures of Archie and in this town of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the newest ones are actually written by Mark Wade, who also writes Marvel's Avengers. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of cool that, you know, Archie's still relevant in comic books today after all this time. Um, but I, I couldn't tell you much about Archie other than their characters such as uh, Betty and Veronica, his two on-and-off love interests, and mm. um, there's some character named Jughead. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think I've heard of the Jughead because I believe back in the day, maybe that was some sort of insult to the to when you didn't like a kid. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. And then one of the, the most recent series was Archie um, versus the Undead or something like that. Where yeah, was, there was some sort of zombie crossover. Yeah, where they, remember right. where they had like a yeah, like an Archie like zombie thing. And it a- was really actually cool. actually wait. Hold on. Hold on. I think I actually have some Archie addition i can add to this let me let me wheel on over to it hold on okay go do it so while he's doing archie um (laughs) this is the only addition i can make to the archie conversation i am holding a archie versus sharknado comic oh dear (laughs) it is issue number one i guarantee you this came out of my um my wife brought this home from the office but i'm flipping through it right now it looks like we have betty and veronica they're crying tears (laughs) 
as they see a few sharks in a tornado that is picking up the Washington Monument and and, uh, the Abraham Lincoln statue. Um, It looks like they have been involved in some form of Sharknado, so... I can just say it looks like Archie has very, very long reach. They can seem to jump into any any franchise. I'm putting this away. Well, what's it, it's funny that you mention that because there's Archie meets the Punisher uh-huh. and Archie versus Predator and Sonic the Hedgehog with Archie. And it was Afterlife with Archie was the name of the, the one where he's dead. Like that is dead. <laughs> Archie, what, what can't you do, buddy? Yeah, I don't know. So he's he's apparently a character that can just never like the comic character that just can't be put down, man. Um, so yeah, I don't know much about Archie, but our first image here from the upcoming show has a kid who looks pretty generic and has his hair up and could possibly be on any Nickelodeon or Disney show. And apparently he's playing Archie with a gorilla shirt on, which I found oh. very very timely uh, by about ten years. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you care about Archie? You gonna mm. watch, you gonna watch Archie? Probably not, no. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It's not enough time. Oh, well. In the meantime, there's a show I'm going to watch. It's called The Tick. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited for The Tick. I love the Patrick Warburton TV show. I think it's only like seven or eight episodes. Um, canceled early 2000s. Really loved it. But Peter Serenifowitz, that's right, Peter Serenifowitz, is the lead role as The Tick. You may remember him in Guardians of the Galaxy as one of the um, Nova Troopers. He's like the taller one. He's like... I've, he's not. He, he's John he's Riley. That, he calls them assholes. He's yeah. He's the one that says, "What a bunch of a holes." Yes, and he's also in Shaun of the Dead as the roommate at, early on in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's a British actor. He had a variety show. He's he's known for his British comedy and stuff like that. I think he's gonna be a good tick if he doesn't carry his British accent over. I think that's the only thing. I've only heard him with British accents, so that's my that's my problem, not your problem. <laughs> but that's where I, I know him from, and I think he'll be a really cool tick because I think he's got that dry humor and like it's just everything that's gonna come to him is gonna bounce off. I wanna see what he can do as the tick. I mean if the tick's coming back, anything can come back. So uh, don't be worried. If there's any show out there that you used to love, they'll make it again for you. Well, that segues great into our last topic of the day. MacGyver's <laughs> coming back. All right. <laughs> sure. So Lucas Till, he plays Havoc in the X-Men movies, mm-hmm. has been cast as MacGyver in the lead role. All right. In a, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. know about you, but I want another MacGruber movie. Do- I, I'm a big fan of MacGruber. I, I I'm really uh I'm really <laughs> digging uh, Will Forte and uh, Last Man on Earth. So if I can get more Will Forte in the form of Mick Gruber, I'd be interested in that. Not uh, not so much uh, MacGyver. Oh well. Um. So they're doing MacGyver and um, A Team reboots at the same time, which is like bringing back all that you know. 80s, late 80s, early 90s stuff that, yeah. that people did, enjoyed. I, did, didn't we just have an A-Team movie? Well, that's a movie, but I think these are these are TV shows. Oh, uh, okay. Un, unrelated, because Fox is doing A-Team and CBS is doing MacGyver. <laughs> and I I don't know. And the James Wan is is going to be part of this. He's part of Aquaman coming up, and he, he's known for doing some Mortal Kombat stuff and some Saw movies. So, uh... I, I just don't know. I, I don't... I mean, we all know MacGyver. I know MacGyver, but I know Archie, to be honest. Because you give him a, a paper clip, a toothpick, and some tape, and he can get his way out of any situation. And Yeah, I think I think back in the day, uh, the only MacGyver I really got was reruns, and I think they were on, like, right after I got out of school. So I caught, like, the last 15 minutes for, like, maybe a couple months. 
So yeah, MacGyver, I don't really hold that source material too dearly. So yeah, uh, I, I'm not in that one. So to me, I think they can do it better. Maybe make it like more of like a Sherlock kind of show, where instead of mm-hmm. like being deductive, he's like seeing things that he can use to get out of really really interesting situations and yeah, a, yeah maybe a season is good but i don't think two or more is going to be great <laughs> in american television because it's just a lot of episodes of the same thing over and over again to be honest with you well um, we'll wait and see yeah but that's for it for the news this week i mean we got a lot of ups a lot of downs um this week we're all over the place but that's that's our third show for the weekend i got nothing it, it, else it, i'm out of news it's been a it's been a week. We've been busy, man, and I'm sure people got plenty of other things that they got to listen to this week, like our spoiler casts. Yeah, they are great. Both of them: Marvel Daredevil season two and Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Listen to them, subscribe to them, do our things. But in the meantime, Mike, if people want to follow you and your trips to burlesque shows, wink, wink. <laughs> where can they follow you at? Well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, uh, people like to hear that you're getting better weather, be- better weather out there in the in the Midwest. I I, I can't even talk anymore. Uh, I got to go die some Easter eggs. I think. Um, oh dear. But uh, you know, maybe you're dying Easter eggs. Actually, yeah, that's it. You're dying Easter eggs, man. Where can they Where can they get some sweet pics of those Easter eggs? I I'm not dying Easter eggs. You're a liar and a thief. <laughs> but you can follow me on Twitter at Valdan V A L D A N and see the picture of the best damn cherry cola that I just took before I reviewed it. <laughs> And uh, you can find my stuff on comicui.com. I'm, uh, I'm I'm working to write some more stuff on there, but uh, I've got some big stuff coming my way personally that I want to look at. So, uh, yeah, either way, comicui.com, get ready to see some more traffic on there and all that fun stuff. But anyways, if you know they're following us and they want to win some Star Wars video game codes next week, woo, wow, can they, how, where can they interact with us at, Mike? Well, as always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to get all of the links to all the places that we host the show. And also, you can check out our show notes. You can follow along and uh, check out these images and links that we've uh, been talking about. So you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr, email, Facebook, Twitter. You know, if you're a fan of the show, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. And if you're a super fan, just share the show with a friend. So that is the call to arms for Superhero Slate. I hope everybody had a good week. It was a busy week, and it's time for me to get my Easter ham on, I think. Yes, I, I don't have Easter ham, but I got some Easter hot dogs. Does that count? Mm, that That's close enough, man. There's probably ham in there somewhere. We'll find it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks again, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. See you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.